Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alfstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. everyone. Welcome into the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Alpstead, sitting down with Keith Myers. We're talking NCAA top 10 college football teams today, uh, college football playoffs, bowl games, remaining schedules, who's in, who's out, all that fun stuff. Keith, welcome in, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, this is a great time for us to do this. We're getting into Rivalry Weekend. Um, then after that, we've got conference championship games, and then uh, the bowl game, bowl season will be set. So uh, it's very interesting time of year for college football. Yeah. So I brought in my list, but I'm just going off the AP list today, mm-hmm. um, and and the the top four teams um, in the college playoff um, hunt as um, as it is listed, and kind of where they where they fall on the national level. And your list is slightly different. And we well, vary got, just a little bit down I've at, got the, at the bottom as well. Yeah, I've got the entire um, college football playoff rankings as they stand right now um, up. So there's there are some little little differences, but it's amazing mm-hmm. how similar they are at this time of year. They were very different early on um, yes. you know, a couple weeks ago when they when the college football playoff rankings first started. But the wins and losses have happened, and things have like coalesced, and and they're very similar now. Yeah. And the other thing that I'm going to do too, is as we go through this list, I'm going to bring in some players to watch for, um, in the remaining games as we get into the playoffs as well. Some of the, 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 uh, the big board players that are out there in the top 100, um, that, that play for some of these teams that, uh, it'd be a good idea for folks out there following big boards, doing their mock drafts, all that kind of stuff over at NFL mock draft database.com, um, to be able to kind of watch these, um, watch these guys as they play just to keep an eye on them. 
Um, my first team and everyone's first team seems to be Georgia right now. It seems to be, be kind of the 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 lock, if you will, in this list. And um, but they do have like a monumental couple games left. Georgia Tech game on November twenty seventh is a give me, um, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, that Georgia at number three. Alabama game on December 4th looms large for both of those teams, especially Georgia sitting at the top. It's got an 11 and 0 record right now. Um, what do you think about them being at the top? And do you see them winning that Alabama game in a couple of weeks? I do see them winning that Alabama game. I think they're the better team. They're they got defense, the better defense. <laughs> yeah, their, their defense is as good of a defense that you, we've seen in in college football in a decade at check least. this check this out i'm just going to run through some players in the top 100 in the nfl draft and just count the number of defensive players on this list jordan davis defensive lineman number 13 overall on, on the big board uh linebacker Nakobe Dean at 25 then you've got wide receiver george pickens at 50 cornerback darian uh, Kendrick at 58 overall, Adam Anderson at 59 overall as an edge player, safety Lewis Sign at 67 overall, defensive lineman Travin Walker at 73, defensive lineman Devontae Wyatt at 84 overall, edge Nolan Smith at 87 overall, and um, safety uh, Tyke Smith at 115 overall. I just threw him in because he's really close. And then interior offensive lineman, uh, Jamari uh, Salier at 105 overall. Just that that roster is loaded, especially on the defensive well, side. And that's just the that's just the draft eligible like seniors. And, that is just the and, draft eligible folks and juniors. I mean, they've got they've got they've got other major contributors on that defense that are underclassmen that aren't eligible for the draft yet. They will be next year. Um, yeah. They and could end up with ten idea. players drafted in the top 100. Yeah, which is unreal. In in this year's draft, yes, and then right. in next in next year's draft, players off this currently like amazing defense, you've got another six um, that are very likely to go in the top one hundred next year. Um, it's just a that is a stacked, talented football team. Yeah. And I was I was having this conversation, um, you know yesterday or the day before and we were we were thinking about okay when was the last time we saw a defense this good in college football and there have been some really good ones alabama's had some outstanding ones over the years um but statistically you have to go back to um 1991 and uh, the washington huskies which were ended up sharing a national title that year um you know steve entman and 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 that crew that was the last time you had one that was t- statistically as good as this Georgia team. Excellent. Yeah, that's a wow. That goes way back <coughs> machine, doesn't it? Um, 30, Thirty years. But Georgia's strength of schedule so far is is kind of the only blip to me on on their pristine record. Um, the hardest game coming in week two uh, versus then number eleven Notre Dame. Um, where they squeaked out a, a 20 to 19 victory. Everything else has been really pretty easy for them to handle against uh, out of top 25 college football teams. So 
the, that's why I think this Alabama game is just such a big game and looming large and really does give Alabama an opportunity on a struggling team to kind of really show that they belong um, on this list. So, yeah, I mean, you have, I mean, this is an interesting game um, for a couple of reasons. One, you've got uh, that, what you were just saying with, you know, Alabama's had the tougher schedule. They've only got the one loss. Um, you know, we just, everyone assumes that Georgia's better. I, I agree. I think that Georgia's better. Defensively, there's no um, question. So, um, so I, there's all of that. But what, what comes down to this is if Georgia loses that game and they become a one loss team, yes. they, lose, they, they lose the number one overall spot. I but think do they fall that, out of the number? Do they fall out of the top four overall? No, there's no way. Um, so I, I, you basically, if, if Alabama wins, you pretty much, do you have, do you, but do you, does it give teams? another team like Notre Dame, um, an opportunity to no. come up and win, especially if Notre Dame gets by, um, Stanford, which is probably that's a, a, that, a, that's a given because at, Stanford's bad. and then they'd be at 11 and one or, if you say Michigan, where I've got them at number six, and we'll get to these teams and we'll talk about them a little bit more, but they play Ohio State, which is my number two team. If Michigan can find a way, they've only had one win so far against Ohio State in the last 20 years, right? Um, and none in the last 10. This would mm -hmm. be a monumental game for Michigan. Could they break through um, if, if a team like Georgia were to fall uh, See, just based on strength of schedule? It wouldn't be Georgia that would fall. See, if 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 Georgia loses to um, Alabama, I think you have Alabama goes as the number the number one overall seed, and Georgia drops to three. Um, if Georgia wins that matchup, though, Alabama now becomes a two loss team. They might be the best two loss team out of all the two loss teams, but that's where you see. But they're going to be um, out of the national championship discussion at that point. I think they are. I think they drop in. They're going to end up um, in the final rankings at five or six outside of the tournament. So that's why that game is so interesting. And and, and would they be a better team with two losses than Cincinnati is undefeated? Absolutely. So that's the problem with this with this scenario. And we'll talk about that a little bit. What's your number two overall team right now, Keith? Right now, um, I've got it as Ohio State. And I think um, the AP poll, which is what you're going off of, also has that. Um, they are just playing really good football at the right time. They yep. do have that loss to Oregon um, early early in the season, but it's been a long time since then. Ohio State's continuing to get better every week, and they just blew out a good Michigan State team, um, which is why they jumped over Alabama. I mean, they're, they're playing – really really well against good football teams and they've got a and, chance to prove it against michigan on uh this saturday the 27th yep. yeah the rivalry game this, this saturday against against michigan um and if they you know well i don't think it matter no me doing math in my head yeah if they win that game then they get i believe wisconsin in the um big 10 uh title game so that's another i mean wisconsin's not like they're not the powerhouse they are some years um, but they're still a good team, and so you you'll have. I mean, the, their strength of schedule, their their resume yes, will be yes. as good as 
as good as you get um, with, you know, the one blemish being Oregon, but it was in week yeah. two. It was in week two. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and Oregon's just still a two loss team and probably one of the better ones. And we'll talk about that. You know, Ohio State, uh, just mentioning players, uh, has uh, in, in my count, seven players, draft eligible players out of this group in the top 100. Um, again, a very, very talented group. And this is a more balanced group. Um, you've mm-hmm. got wide receiver Chris Olave at 14 overall. Garrett Wilson's right behind him. Uh, offensive tackle Nicholas Pettit uh, Freire at 39 overall, probably one of the top four offensive tackles. They also have Thaler Munford at, at 62 overall as their other um, tackle, uh, Zach Harrison. As an edge, Jeremy Ruckert at tight end, one of the better tight ends uh, in this draft coming up. Haskell Garrett and uh, cornerback Seven Banks, um, you know, is probably a fourth round kind of prospect, but still nonetheless, just a really talented group. And now a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So let's move to Alabama at number three uh, overall right now. Alabama is just so loaded, it's crazy. Like as far as just talent overall, top 100 talent in the draft, they're as loaded as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Ten and one, five game win streak coming in. They're seven zero at home, two and one on the road. They lost to number fourteen, uh, Texas A and M, forty one to thirty eight. So in a close close game. Remaining schedule: Alabama at Auburn, um, which is a tune up for number one Georgia at Alabama on December 4th, which is the game of the year in my book. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and, I mean, that's that'll be one versus two or one versus three by the time they get there because both of those teams have basically a tune-up game Yes, um, where they'll be able to um, – it's basically like a, it's a glorified practice with, with, the, with people in the stands because um, those, those should both be blowout wins for those two teams. That's it. That's – Alabama is a really good football team with a ton of talent. They're very well coached. Um, Nick Saban it continues to make his case for being, you know, arguably the greatest co- uh, college coach of all time. Um, the The problem that they've had this year is that, you know, they've they've given up some big plays. It's that that was really what killed them against A and M. It's interesting that A and M is up to seventeen. Where it feels like a lot of A and M's 
um, case for being ranked is that win over Alabama because they were an unranked team um, at the time of that uh, of that game. And then it was like, oh, well, they beat Bama. They need they need to be ranked. And vault, then they played it. Vault them up, yeah. Yeah, and then they they've played a couple of you know lesser teams, which you're supposed to win against them um, since then. So it hasn't been like, you know, they, they've actually gone and, and, and followed up that Bama win with a couple of other big wins. So um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just, I look at them, they, they, they lack production at quarterback. Bryce um, Young, you know, he's yep. probably got another year where he really needs to mature into that role. Yep. Um, and, and that's really what's hurt what's what's hurt them. If they had, um, you know, I mean, they lost their quarterback to the NFL last year, and he's starting for the Patriots and 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 uh, playing really well at the NFL level. Um, and you don't lose a guy like that and um, and not take a step back. It's it's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, but if if they had a if they had, you know, if, if Young had started last year and would had that year of like growing into. Uh, the position they'd probably be the number one team because I mean that's really what that team is lacking. They're just, they're a very talented team as well. And they've got the best left tackle talent in this draft in yep. uh, Evan Neal. Uh, other couple of good players are Jordan Battle at safety. You're going to look at Christian Harris at linebacker. They've got a pair of wide receivers that are going to go in the top 100. Keith Jamison Williams and uh, John Michi. Um, overall though, um, good, solid team. They definitely have a chance, you know, if they can get to that title game, anything can happen with Alabama, but they have to get oh, to absolutely. Georgia first. Absolutely. I mean, that's really what, what it comes down to is if they get into the tournament, um, you know, it, then they've got a chance could they, at, could at the they title. face Georgia again in, in some sort of title matchup. If, even oh, if they lose this game. Yeah. If, if they lose that game, um, I think. Well, if they lose that game, they're gonna they, they they're fall gonna, out. They they're fall gonna be out. They're gonna need. They might need some help. But what if that um, game like went to overtime or something? Just like an epic game where they yeah. dropped it. They dropped a to four, and Cincinnati was pushed out somehow. And we'll talk yeah, about I mean, that because Cincinnati, have, we need to talk about. Well, you have you have that you have that scenario where if they drop to four, now you're looking at a one versus four matchup in the semifinals. Um, a rematch so they'll, they'll play on that and they'll turn around and play again um in the semifinals i think more likely is if alabama upsets georgia in that game and they end up at two and either as the two three matchup or um as a one seed and a three seed with alabama leaping up into the one spot um and then you have uh, a chance for that to be the rematch for the national title. Uh, to me, those two, those three teams, the three teams that we've talked about uh, with Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State, they're the best three th- teams in the country. And the fourth best team in the country is a large drop-off between from those three. And it doesn't yes. matter how you set that. It doesn't matter whether you're picking um, you know, Cincinnati, which who's currently ranked at four, or you think, okay, well, they're there because of they're undefeated, but they're not that good. Yeah, you know, the fourth the fourth best team could be Michigan, or it could be you Notre know, Dame. Right, there's a whole whole list of, of other teams that we can we can add in there. The difference between Ohio State and um, Alabama, Georgia, and whoever that other team is, I think there's just a big drop off. 
So let's talk about Cincinnati. They're in right now. Yep. Um, 11 surprised. or no. The, the one quality win on the year is the, the win against Notre Dame, 24 to 13, back on October 2nd, when things were still kind of getting figured out. Yep. And um, there are other wins. I'm just going to list them out. Miami of Ohio, Murray State, Indiana, Temple, Central Florida, Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, South Florida, and SMU. The remaining game is East Carolina. Yeah. Other that than would the Notre be Dame preseason game. games for Alabama, Ohio State. That schedule right there does not scare anybody. No. And that's and that's why they have a hard time getting in. But they're um, in. They're in right now, but they they could easily be bounced. Um because they haven't I mean that one no, the one Notre Dame game and that they're Can you really, imagine being in right now and winning your remaining game like 58 to 0 and getting bounced? Because you're going to now favor a team that maybe eked out a win, maybe uh, Notre Dame, you know, just clobbered Stanford, so they move up, or that Ohio State, Michigan beats Ohio State, so Michigan, you know, Ohio State falls out, Michigan comes up, Cincinnati's bumped. I don't know. It'd yeah, just be, I mean, be tough, it, be tough to swallow. It would be tough to swallow, but again, is Cincinnati good? Why, why put them there in the first place? That's that's was was my thought. I thought for sure they were going to come in at five, um, because then they're on the outside looking in. They play another. Yeah, but then note. you're playing games and manipulating the list a little bit by doing that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because are there are it is, the, folks the admission uh, that that actually they, goes on? It, well, of course it does. That's why you have of a committee. But are they yeah. are they the fourth best team in the, the country? With with a quality with not not even a quality win, just a win against Notre Dame early in the season, um, and that's it. That's I mean they've they've got like two or three players uh, on that team that are that are going to be drafted in the top you know 150 players. Yeah, um, their their cornerback Ahmad Gardner is amazing, and then. You know, they've got an edge that's interesting and they've got a, a that's it. Yeah. That's so it. You, I mean, you know, are they, are they the, are on a neutral field, right? Or heck, even in their home stadium, Michigan comes in to play Cincinnati. Who's going to win? Who's going to be favored? Michigan's going to be favored by 14, right? Um, that's what I think that there's inherently, an issue in this situation is you got teams like Baylor, you got teams like Cincinnati, other teams like BYU that just don't have the schedule that these other big time programs have. Mm-hmm. And yet here we are, we're all trying to figure out where they fit, if they do fit. Um, and sometimes better teams end up getting pushed out in this scenario. Yeah. And I, I think that, um, that's the problem that Cincinnati's going to have. It's also the reason why they're joining the Big 12. They're joining the Big 12 here in a couple of years in order to give themselves access to a Power 5 schedule so they can come in and uh, play against a... They're going to have to turn up the recruiting, I can tell you that much. Yeah, they are, but they're going to be able to because they're going to have... Yes. Um, they're going to have Power 5 money. Um so they're they're 
they've already admitted that they're not, you know, that the conference that they're in isn't a, isn't going to give them the the quality and, and stuff that they want. They're joining the big 12 for a reason. And the fact that they're, they've put together a good team, they've got a good coach. Um, Luke Fickle is a, is, is a fantastic coach. And I think um, the fact that they're joining the big 12 gives them a meth method for keeping him. Cause otherwise, you know, he would be headed to USC or somewhere uh, after the season, but the fact that they're joining a, mm. a Power Five conference means they can, yeah. they can they can hold on to him. Um, but he's a you know I mean that that's a team that until they get there until they are start playing a tougher schedule, it really doesn't. We don't know how good they are, and we're going to get an opportunity to see them most likely as the four seed just yeah. get this and, and I think the most in, the most interesting player on their on their roster that everybody really wants to see is Desmond Riddler since this yeah, the quarterback uh, the quarterback because this class is so weak he's going to be he's probably like the fourth best quarterback on in in a big board typically mm-hmm. and um it'll be interesting to see if he can work his way up into the first round in the draft just based on the the position need in the NFL this year. Um, all right. We'll come back to that. That's, I, we'll, I think that's going to be a discussion. As that is going to be forward. a discussion. So those are the um, four teams that are currently in. Um, on the outside looking in, we've got Michigan at 10-1, and one, um, who plays Ohio State. You've already talked about that. Um, that's a win-in-your-end game. For either of those teams, and Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson is one of those players that could be, you know, a top player drafted in the NFL draft. Just throwing mm-hmm. it out there, he's likely, you know, probably uh, on the big board. He's he's ranked fifth. Uh, yeah, he's overall. A, he's a top a top five player. So, and then you've got Notre Dame. You've got Oklahoma State. Each has one loss. They're all ten and one. Um, the remaining game that Stanford, uh, excuse me, Notre Dame has is at Stanford. Uh, Michigan, uh, we talk, just talked about, is Ohio State at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Oklahoma State is interesting. Because they uh, their strength, Well, and their strength of schedule has just been really marginal. They lost to Ohio State. You talked to me about the, uh, before the uh, – not Ohio State, uh, Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost to them on October 23rd. The remaining game, though, is the rivalry game um, at – Number seven, Oklahoma. Uh, uh, Oklahoma is at Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. um, so that'll be a great game. It's a pair of ten and one teams, and Oklahoma State doesn't have really anybody on their roster. This is the definition of a team that mm-hmm. is all team oriented, as opposed to single players making a big difference. So, what do you think of Notre Dame? Because I, Notre Dame, I mean, they're, they're ten and one, but their schedule this year is not. It is not the typical Notre Dame schedule. Like they, yeah. as an independent, they've got these contracts with these different schools, these rivalries with teams like USC and yeah. and um, Stanford. Yeah. That so they usually have this really tough schedule, yeah. which makes which makes right. it hard for them. But to you've get had in because, USC and Stanford's have had off years. Yeah, and so you it's like Stanford's bad. So and their USC only their only real the quality coach. win this year has been Wisconsin. You know, mm-hmm. at number and Wisconsin's currently. Yeah, Wisconsin's not even in this this, this consideration. They're, I guess, they're fourteenth in the um, college football uh, okay. playoff committee's rankings. Okay. But yeah, their wins but, came against Florida State, Toledo, Purdue, Wisconsin, Virginia Tech, USC, UNC, Navy, Virginia, Georgia Tech. Those are all really bad teams. Yeah, these and, those are all teams that top ten 
college football teams have soundly beaten um, in, in their respective schedules. So there's nothing special about the schedule so far for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And to be listed at five, I, you're, you're looking at all the other attributes, you know, and some of the individual players like Kyle Ham- Hamilton at safety with the best safety in the, in the game. Running back uh, Kyron Williams, you know, is probably is a top kind of 50 ish uh, player overall, maybe the second best running back um, mm-hmm. in, in the draft right now. Um, and, and after that, they just don't have a lot of special players um, per se. But but here they are in their 10 and one um, is Michigan at 10 and one at currently number six, a better team. I think and I think are. we're going to find out. We're going to find think- out. Because I think Ohio they are State a better team. Michigan. Yep. I think they're a better team than Cincinnati or uh, Notre Dame, but they've got to beat Ohio State to get in. Mm-hmm. And if they lose, you know, they're, they're out of the top they're, 10. Yeah. They're, they're fighting they're, for a bowl game that's like the Fiesta Bowl or whatever. Yeah. And so, uh, but if they win, they're in. Um, and, I, and they'll jump over those other two teams. And so, that's this yes. is why yes. playing in a this is why playing in a power five conference and having that level of uh competition just on your schedule week in week out matters because they're going to be if they if they win they're in um and it's not going to matter what cincinnati and notre dame do right all if right they're yeah no you're right i mean if they win they're in they're but they're, you know, the the wins this year again. They they've landed on some teams that are typically a little better and not good this year. For example, um, Western Michigan, Washington. Washington is an awful team this year. Northern yeah, Illinois, are. Rutgers, number eighteen, Wisconsin is a is a good quality win. Nebraska's down, but they won. Northwestern, Indiana, Penn State, and Maryland. That's not a that's that's at least a nine win season right there. Even if Washington was came in better. Um, so they're at ten and one. Their loss came against Michigan State. Michigan State has a pretty decent team, but just Michigan, out of the top ten. Yeah, they're, Michigan. They're a two Michigan, loss team. Michigan State's um, a really good team. And this is, but but it comes down to you know the Big Ten East has um, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. Um, that's a group of four teams that beat up on each other, um, and you got so you have to end up playing three good teams every single year and that's not with your um you know your if wisconsin's good and you play them or um iowa or you know one of those other um programs comes in um you you always have those three teams on your schedule and it makes it one it makes it hard to get through um an entire season unscathed but if you do if you get through it 10 and 1 or 11 and 1 you deserve to be in uh in the in the tournament because you've played some of the top teams in the country and if you get through them as a one loss team you deserve to go in and this is where you and i were talking about how do we how does cincinnati get bumped well if um if michigan wins over ohio state they're going to get in but does ohio state with a loss to um you know another top five team yeah they they will have lost to now number two michigan um and an oregon team back in week two do they drop to four and still sit there in the tournament i could see it happening 
And so then, so yeah, they drop, but they only drop to four and they kick Cincinnati back to five. Um, that's one of yeah. those scenarios where if you're a Cincinnati fan and you're worried about you know getting bounced out, you're rooting for Ohio State hard and you're rooting for Georgia. Um, yes. You know, uh, in the, those two games that we, we've already talked about because you want. Is there any scenario in which Cincinnati stays in the top four? Yeah, that's why you're rooting for Georgia and Ohio State because you want those teams that are above you to stay there and to knock out the teams that are, um, you know, potentially going to push you. So you knock Alabama down and maybe you can leapfrog them and stay at four and Alabama drops to five. Um, Or you knock Michigan completely out of the um, conversation. You want Oklahoma to beat Oklahoma State so they're not there knocking on the door anymore. Um, and so then you're, you're, you're left with like Notre Dame. Can they find an excuse to put Notre Dame in, in front of you? Um, you, that's what you're rooting for. If you are, if you're Cincinnati and honestly, it's, we'll see what the committee does because they just haven't played anyone. We don't know if they're a good team. And they won't, and they will not have no, when when all of this gets settled. The one thing I will say, if Notre Dame gets in over Cincinnati, when Cincinnati beat Notre Dame, I would personally have a problem with that because the games on the field have to matter. And if you, you beat them head to head. Yeah, but you know, who's going to give Cincinnati even a chance but you to win a game in the playoffs? Nobody. They're they'll, they're going to go and they're going to get they're going to get destroyed in the first round of the playoffs no matter, you know, what they what happens there. I'm not so um, sure, but, but you know. But but the question yeah. is do they do they deserve to be there and do they deserve the money that get you get for getting into the tournament and i that's i always like an underdog i like i like a team like cincinnati you know for the for every reason that everyone else likes them but when it comes right down to it you've got to put the best teams forward i do and i I, but i think you put you i don't believe that notre dame is a better team i think that notre dame is highly overrated um in based on their schedule so and to me, you come stand, if it comes down to those two teams, you put in Cincinnati because they beat them. It was the same scenario earlier okay. in the year when it was Oregon and Ohio State. Okay, let me ask you this. Oregon. We haven't talked about the seven teams that I think are kind of in the in the next big group. Okay. Um, the AP's got them listed, but it doesn't necessarily mean that there couldn't be some movement here. So I'm just going to run through them really quick, and let's see kind of where you think that they – might be and if there are any one of those teams could come up and disrupt oklahoma state at 10 and 1 uh they face oklahoma Mm -hmm. in their final game old miss at number eight they're nine and two led by matt corral um considerably we considered one of the best quarterbacks in the draft um they baylor sitting there at nine and two but they haven't faced anybody literally their wins are against well oklahoma Basically, mm-hmm. and they they did beat BYU. Um, Oklahoma and, and BYU gives, gives them Oklahoma and BYU gives them two quality wins. Yeah, because Oklahoma's but, ten, but, BYU's thirteen, and they're sitting at nine for a reason. You know, yeah. Uh, Oklahoma at ten, they're ten and one. They lost to Baylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got three nine and two teams that have a chance or you could legitimately say could be in that top 10 or should be in the top 10. Oregon at number 11. Um, Oregon just had a, a really bad loss against oh, Utah. Yeah. 
Uh, they got blown out in Utah. I don't have any idea what happened. They got the um, best. They have the best win in terms of resume in college yes. football right now, and oh. in all of college football. Ohio that State win, at Ohio State win at Ho- they they beat Ohio State on the road without their best player because Kayvon Thibodeau did not, who's probably going to be the number one overall pick in the draft this year, did not play in that game, and it didn't matter. Oregon still beat them. Yes. Um. So that that's that quality win. They did. They got blown out by Utah in, in a game that thirty-eight to seven sense. just last week. Yeah, it was. It was. So, very you know, that's where I, I talk about timing. That's mm-hmm. the worst possible time to lose a game and lose big is this time of the year because yeah, because they dropped totally skews everything. Yeah, they dropped from four to eleven on yes. one loss, which is so. That's where you have to kind of decide yep. who's your and, best nine and, nine ten win team at the end and of the year. Short, if Georgia loses to Alabama, they'll drop from one to three. Whereas Oregon, yes. with, with that, their loss dropped from from four to eleven. But they like do it, they do have the other loss against Stanford, yes, they, which God Stanford's bad. That, October second, so that was either. early. So and the other teams uh, are Michigan State losses to Purdue, yeah, and Ohio and State. And they got blown and out. Then, by and, and then blown out by Ohio State, like 56 to 7, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then BYU, 9 and 2, losses to Boise State and Baylor. That Boise State game really hurts them. So yeah. out of Oregon and Michigan State, you could really make an argument that um Oregon's the better team. Yeah. Michigan State's not going to have an opportunity to climb back in because they've they've knocked themselves out of the um the uh, Big Ten title game with that loss to Ohio State, and so the that title game spot will go to the winner of. Um, I really want Mich- to see Kenneth Walker run the ball though. Yeah, like one but, of the best running backs in the in the in the game. Agreed. So because Michigan and Ohio State um, play each other, and the winner plays, I think it's going to be um, Wisconsin in the in the title game. Um, there, those teams have opportunities to jump or or you know make moves Michigan State just doesn't they don't have a they don't have that extra game to make that move so for them they're they're stuck um and, and that's Oregon might Oregon be stuck team. too they're playing Oregon State and that's always a tough game for them yeah um, well okay so, but Oregon has Oregon is an interesting case because Oregon's going to play Oregon State they should beat Oregon State Oregon State's a better should. team than than most people will think because they're 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 traditionally a doormat in the in the Pac-12, but they're actually a pretty good team this year. Um, they're going to be going to a bowl game, but Oregon should beat Oregon State. And what happens the week after in the Pac-12 title game? They're going to play Utah again. And so if they play Utah and they beat them, they're able to avenge the loss that they had two weeks ago. Or yeah, last and Utah week, will probably week. come in ranked, you know, pretty darn close to, you know, in the top ten or just outside. Yeah, because they're they're nineteenth right now in the college football playoff ranking. Utah is. They play Colorado, which is going to be, and they're sixteenth in the AP. Yeah, um, and so they're going to be you know twelfth or somewhere in that range probably after this week. Correct. Um, and so you're going to have Oregon, which which should move up uh, after beating Oregon State. They're going to be so. There's a chance that Oregon could improve their bowl position, but there's no chance Oregon comes all the way up again. I don't know um, because if they're if they're eight or nine and they turn around and they beat the the team that beat them, um, so they can make the case that it was that was a fluky game or whatever, um, 
you know, you, you jumped to eight with a win over Oregon State. And yeah. then can you go from eight well, to four? Well, you'd have to, Georgia would have to beat Alabama soundly for Alabama to fall. All Alabama Cincinnati would, fall would have to lose or have just a really close game at Eastern Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Ohio State would have to lose against. No, um, so I think Ohio State, Ohio State has to beat Michigan. Okay, you think you think so? Because Michigan Ohio, needs to fall out. Ohio State would and beat o- Michigan. Oregon so, would come up and maybe yep. get the the fourth spot. Georgia at, and Ohio with two Georgia, losses. Yep, Georgia and Ohio State would would stay one and two. You get Bama to lose Oregon to Georgia, above, so they drop. Would you put Oregon above? Like, um, you know, Notre Dame would have to lose. Um, Michigan, Ohio, oh, because Michigan won loss. Michigan would lo- lose. They'd lose. They w- they would have lost to us. But Notre Dame hasn't played anybody. They're not. They're not a. Basically, but they're sitting up there now. Yes. But so you how can do you leap, knock them off? You can by you leapfrog them by beating the team that beat you. And so you you Oregon's case would be that they're lower now because of that loss but we're going to negate that loss by coming back and beating that same team yeah but they did okay but they did lose to stanford as well notre dame beat would beat stanford in their last game possibly so they'd have to they'd have to figure that head to head out yeah it's interesting i just don't see it happening i think oregon's on the outside looking in even i think they the are when i I think they are too, but I do think they can make life interesting with those next two wins, they getting can. to eleven and two. And yeah, but they're going to play in a solid bowl game. Oh, they'll go to the Rose Bowl. I mean, that that's really what's at, what's at stake for them is the, is the Rose Bowl. Um, and so they win those two. They, you know, they win the Pac-12. They go to the Rose Bowl, um, and they'll play uh, Michigan, likely, likely. or Michigan State, um, yes. whichever one of whichever one of those teams ends up not Wisconsin. Higher. You think Wisconsin um, is out at this point? Well, I think they. I don't. I personally don't think that Wisconsin's going to beat um, Michigan or Ohio State, right? So the winner of Michigan Ohio State goes to the college football playoff, and the loser goes to the Rose Bowl because that um, Wisconsin's going to get another loss in the in the Pac-12 title game. Interesting. And that'll knock them down. So to me, that gives me. Um, so there's a lot of clarity coming after this weekend's round of games. There's a lot of great games this weekend. There's a lot like of great games this week. And another college football. This is the weekend to turn on the TV and just oh sit yeah, there's in front some, of there's, your TV. There's some weekend. fantastic games this week um, with all these rivalry games. There's another fantastic slate of games the week after with yes. all of the conference title games because you that's when you get um, you know Alabama Georgia. That's when you get. Um, Oregon with a chance to uh, rematch against Utah, um, you know, yes. and then right. so in the so Pac-12 they're, championship they're, game, yeah, yeah, the, all the big, of it, yeah, Wisconsin uh, having to play the winner of of Michigan Ohio State, like they're these next two weeks are probably the best two weeks of college football other than the bowl season. Um, yes, it's fantastic. It is a lot yeah. of fun this weekend. <laughs> I think that wraps it up. We talked about yeah. a lot. I think there's more clarity in a couple of weeks, and I think we probably have another show um, to address that. Let me see what's on the schedule here for the uh, so, the podcast. While you're looking at the schedule, I wanted to I wanted to point out one weird scenario about the Pac-12 uh, or the Pac-12 North. Really, if Oregon loses to uh, Oregon State, which is unlikely, but it happens, and Washington State 
beats Washington and Washington's pretty bad this year, but Washington also has Washington state's number as, as in that rivalry. But if those two results go the way they go, Washington state ends up going to the pack 12 title game, despite the fact that they fight, they started one and three and fired their coach uh, in early October. Um, they would still go to the Pac-12 North title game. <laughs> wow. How messed up is that? Like, That's the messed up. Is, the Pac-12 is really weird this year. Like, they just, it's it's just a, a landmine, you know, our minefield of, of, of weirdness. And uh, somehow that weirdness is going to blow up on somebody. So, um, so yeah. I don't, after this week, I don't have anything specifically tied to playoff scenarios or bowl games or anything like that we'll work it we'll work it in because we've got a full schedule on the nfl side of the show Mm -hmm. we're doing uh we're we're starting to keep track of the top teams now in the playoff pushes um and then um and then in in college we're doing top 10 lists and we were really getting into the players players yeah well as we head towards the draft as we get towards bowl season um you know we're going to be talking about uh, sure, we're talking about players, but it's also which. It, hey, you want to go watch quarterbacks play, uh, and and find out which one's going to be the the top quarterback in the draft. Here's the bowl games to go watch. Yes, and honestly, I'm going to tell you. Um, yes, exactly. Since, wherever Cincinnati's playing, um, you're going to want to watch them uh, for the quarterback, and wherever Ole Miss is playing, mm-hmm. um, those those are are the two that I'm I'm really interested in uh, as far as quarterback play. Yeah. Um, Old Miss is 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 interesting. I mean, that's 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 Mike Leach, um, isn't right? Is that isn't that where he went, or did he go to Mississippi? I can't. Re- I can't. Is Old Miss or Mississippi State? I can't remember which one of those two. But I know those two teams play each other. Uh, well, Old Miss week. and Mississippi State play. Yeah, this, yeah they this play each other this week. week. That's yep. that's um, Lane Kiffin versus Mike Leach in. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh the game of the 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 really really weird college coaches <laughs> yeah but good offensive minds both. great offense great offensive minds but just very weird individual people so um i'll probably be watching that game because i expect <laughs> there to be something entertaining to happen on one one or both of the sidelines yeah interesting fantastic fun okay so uh let's get out of here and uh, we'll see you next week uh, the next show we've got for on the NFL side is uh, top two teams, NFL teams in each division, and we're going to go walk through that, and that'll kind of give us playoff ideas as we push forward and games to watch and pay attention to as that happens. And then uh, I think we're talking about uh, top ten college tight ends in the next draft show that we did. The tight ends so. or wide receivers? I thought we were doing wide receivers maybe, first. Maybe it is wide receivers. I might be looking too far. I think... Yeah, my my list shows us already having done college wide receivers because we're a little behind. Okay, that's good because I um I've been prepping for wide receivers <laughs> and not for tight ends. Well, so good, you can lead that conversation. If it's if it's if we're talking about tight ends, I've got more homework to do between now and and then. But I've got homework yeah. to do anyway. Let's get <laughs> let's get out of here. Okay, um, find, find Keith. Yeah, at Myers NFL. I'm at Alstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook you can find our website at profootballplaybook.co you can find us on your favorite podcast apps we're currently on itunes and and getting listed since the show is so new we're getting listed on spotify and all those other platforms but you can find us on youtube for sure right now we have our own youtube channel follow us at pro football playbook 
and subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. That way, every week, you've got our show landing, uh, doing two shows a week, one focused on the NFL side, the other one focused on the NFL draft. I think when we get into January, February, after uh, the NFL season shuts down, both shows will be focused on the draft moving forward and players, and we'll have guests on to kind of help us. We'll also be looking at team needs for, um, you know, how it's one thing to know who the who the top you know quarterbacks are and, and their strengths and stuff, but then we'll start placing them and going, you know, which teams need a quarterback and which yeah. ones that are they most likely to draft or are they likely to skip the position in this year's draft? Yeah. And and we'll do a bunch of mock drafts as well. Yes, we will. Yeah, yeah, awesome. All right, so let's get out of here. So uh, let's let's get out of here and next week have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, and if it's around the NFL, it's going to be in the playbook. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co. 